Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. and money Dad, get me out of this Ha! Ha! Welcome to That's what the show is about today <laughs> Lawyers, yeah. guns, and money You got that right Welcome to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors Thank you so much for tuning in and joining us once again this week My name is Tony Colombo uh, This is, uh, you know, we talk to you guys uh, pretty openly about, uh, you know, a lot of this show uh, gets uh, pre-recorded before you hear it on the weekends I mean, we we put out the podcast on Fridays before the show airs on a Saturdays A little late today And Sundays, yeah uh, got it out a little bit late this week because it was a crazy week, and um, so the the show is going to sound a little bit different than it normally sounds. Uh, I am here with you now at the beginning, but in just a moment, you are going to hear a conversation that Bo Matthews had um, a day or so ago uh, with some people that have been involved in the push for the Second Amendment Preservation Act, the SAPA bill, which we now know has passed and is indeed law in the state of Missouri. Um, as we were, as well, no, Bo- no, 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 it needs to be signed by yeah, the governor. That is correct, but it has, but it has passed through the Missouri um, House and Senate. And and so um, when Bo had this conversation yesterday, that hadn't happened yet. However, we all knew that we were heading that way, and the conversation will really give you some insight in what the SAPA bill is all about, uh, what it what it entails, what it means. Now, let me tell you this, yes, sir. because I we're going backwards in time. Mm-hmm. They call it SAPA. Really? Yes. That's interesting. Yeah, it's I because Bo was like, "Hey, um, Missouri, Missouri, exactly." No, Sapa, but they Sapa? from the guy that started it because you'll find this out in the next segment. He calls it SAPA. Well, there you go. Well, now we know that SAPA or SAPA has passed, and you can uh, you're going to get a chance to hear. Uh, a lot of the details about the bill and the the struggle that went into making this thing happen. So a uh, great conversation that uh, Bo Matthews had. We're going to play that for you in just a minute. Uh, also, a little bit later on in the show, our good friend Tim Shelsvik from Drury Outdoors has been very active. He's been spending a lot of time in the great outdoors recently. I have gotten many photographs from him. Also, I have... <laughs> he talked about the picture of a picture you sent him. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, I have breaking news. 
news, mm-hmm. and he's going to talk a little bit more about it. I found the picture of the crappie. Yep. The crappie that I caught, the story that we've that has gone on for weeks now <laughs> on the show, and uh, we will we'll probably post that next week and maybe talk a little bit more about it. But I finally found uh, that uh, that big fish that I caught that uh, that may or may not have been a Missouri State record. I may or may not be a Missouri State record. He holder. will. He admits it's a big fish, <laughs> but not big enough. Um, he's not sure because it's a picture of a picture. Well, that's all I have. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I had to take a picture of a picture. Yep. So, but I found the picture, and that's the that's the breaking news. So, uh, it's turkey season in uh, the state of Missouri, and Tim has been out in the great outdoors. So, we're going to talk to him about that. Also, the bear story. We've been uh, <laughs> in the news tracking the bears all around the St. Louis area. Um, uh, you know, this on the heels of the first ever bear hunting season in Missouri. So Tim has got some information and insight uh, about that story as well. Always great to talk to him. Always great to get out into the great outdoors. And then uh, Tim is also going to be a part of the podcast exclusive this week, hosted by Carl Middleman. Hi there. (laughs) New Chad. Pew, pew. (laughs) Well, I'm going to do it. Make sure you download that podcast when it comes out on Monday. Make sure you check out both uh, show podcast again we release this the radio show podcast comes out every friday the podcast exclusive comes out every monday you can get the podcast anywhere that you get podcasts but i would recommend the odyssey app as being the best place to do so because on the odyssey app you can stream this radio station live 24 7 you can rewind live radio and you can download the podcast of this and every other show on the station and it's all free there on the odyssey app so got a great show on tap for you. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we're going to talk about the SAPA bill. Bo Matthews going to have that conversation when we get back to Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. Don't go anywhere. Send lawyers, guns, and money. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there.
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Well done, Carl. Well done. Thank you. This is Bo Matthews and uh, awaiting the arrival of Tony Colombo with Carl Middleman, Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. And uh, it is a big week in Jeff City, and we are going to get right to it because there's a lot to go deep on the SAPA bill, or if you want to pronounce it, the SAPA bill. Um, And this concerns all people that uh, support the Second Amendment and your rights and what our state government uh, will allow and what our federal government may try and do. And that's why I have uh, reconnected. And I, I don't know. I, I believe it's divine placement. I was uh, at a meeting, and I actually met the wife of Jim Wendell, and uh, she said, oh, you know, my husband from Easy Rider on Manchester from years ago. I'm like, okay, I know the name. I know that place. Yeah, I know the place. <laughs> and uh, and so then I realized, because what it was was I was talking about the uh, Big Dogs Poker Bash, and I was like, hey, we've got uh, raffle tickets for ammunition. And she's like, oh, my husband's all about the Second Amendment. And that's where the conversation began. She got him on the phone. That was just last week. Jim Wendell, welcome, and Patrick Holland, welcome, both concerned citizens in regards to the Second Amendment. Welcome to the Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. This is the place you should be. Say your names individually so we can identify you audibly. Patrick? Okay. Uh, Hello. My, go ahead, Jimmy. Yeah. My name is Jim Wendell, um, so hopefully you can identify me. Okay, we got that. <laughs> Patrick? Hey, good morning. Thank you for having me on the show, Bo. My name is Patrick Holland. Wonderful. Okay, now we know who you gentlemen are. And, and who sounds like who. Exactly. And uh, I've, I've got to tell you, uh, for the people that have listened to this show, uh, they know. We talk about the SAPA bill, as uh, Jim pronounces it, uh, for a long time because we're all concerned. We're all concerned citizens. Members of the Missouri House gave the approval to legislation meant to protect Second Amendment rights to Missourians against an overreaching federal government. And this is a busy week in Jeff City. So let's find out where we're at. By the way, um, these guys, Patrick. Patrick uh, has a podcast uh, on uh, YouTube, uh, YouTube channel Truth, Money, and Freedom. It's, a, I guess, technically a podcast. Um, tell me where we're at, because you guys spent a lot of time, what did I hear, 11 hours yesterday <laughs> on your channel? Uh, talk to me about yeah, what happened right. yesterday. Okay. What we did was uh, we did what uh, Jim has coined a Ubitubathon okay. <laughs> uh, to, to promote SAPA. SAPA, by the way, is short for the Second Amendment Preservation Act because we in Missouri like to shorten things. There's too many syllables in the long one, right? Right. So what we're doing is we started a campaign to get people to call their senators, get active, and actually promote this bill as hard as they can in this late hour. 
because we're at the, by the way, Bo, um, Friday is it. I mean, tomorrow is it. Tomorrow at 5 o'clock, Jeff City turns the lights out as far as legislation is concerned for the rest of the year. So the airing of uh, this show, the airing of this show will be on the weekend. Um, So the recording of this show, which is uh, Thursday morning, uh, can you tell me where we're at right now, as far as you know? Yes, you have more more up-to-date information. Go ahead. Yep. Well, basically, as we speak right now, um, the Senate is assembling, and they're going to hear SEPA on the Senate floor this morning. Now, this uh, comes as a surprise. We expected it Tuesday. It didn't happen. We expected it Wednesday. It didn't happen. But, you know, everything happens for a reason, Bo, because we really worked hard to energize the Second Amendment base in the state of Missouri for people to not only educate themselves to the bill, but also to call in and support their Second Amendment rights. Now, you, you talk about SAPA on your show, so I'm sure that your listeners understand what this bill is all about. Do they know what it's about? I, you know what? Uh, maybe first-time listeners right now, uh, you know, just discovering the show, may not. So let's give a quick uh, rundown of what it is, because I, I know what it is. Uh, you know, repeat listeners of the show understand what it is. But you know what? We're always trying to or grow. Or maybe we don't know. <laughs> you know, maybe we don't know. But uh, uh, go ahead and, and, and frame it, if you will. Absolutely. And I can do this really quickly. Basically, what this bill states is Missouri itself will no longer acknowledge new bills coming from the federal government or new laws that are infringements on the Second Amendment. So it uses something very special called anti-commandeering doctrine, uh, which has been upheld by multiple courts, including the Supreme Court, over uh, literally almost 200 years. And what that is, is it states, hey, listen, uh, federal government, you can create whatever anti-Second Amendment laws you want, but we in the state of Missouri won't acknowledge it. You can come into the state if you want to, to enforce your unconstitutional laws, but you can't have access to any of our equipment, our personnel, or our intel to do it. And that actually discourages them from wanting to come in in the first place. Okay. Uh, you know, Jim and I had a quick conversation. I appreciate you explaining that, uh, Patrick. But uh, Jim and I had a conversation, uh, and, and it may have moved the needle because now you have a different update than he and I both had an hour and a half ago when we spoke. But, Jim, talk to the people about the importance of communicating with our elected officials uh, because some people always hear, oh, you know, call your congressmen, call your senators. No, we really need you to make these phone calls. Talk to us, Jim. Well, and that's exactly correct, Bo. Uh, we've discovered um, through this very long process over the last two years that actually calling your representatives and your senators, uh, they do listen. If you make enough phone calls and you make enough noise, they do listen. Um, and that's about all I can say on that. That is the absolute truth. Patrick and I have been fortunate enough to have several things happen because of the phone call and email pressure exerted on some nameless representatives and some nameless senators, okay? So that's just basically how it works. If you get involved and you get your fingernails dirty and you talk to these people, you go up to Jeff City, you visit them in their offices, they will listen. It's not like talking to the federal government, which is beyond my ever hope of seeing it come back again. Right, right. Uh, let's talk about your last trip to Jeff City, uh, both of you. Patrick, when was the last time you were there? Just earlier this week, correct? Yeah, literally just two days ago. Um, Jimmy and I were up there along with the contingent from Truth, Money, and Freedom podcast, which is the YouTube channel, and uh, actually went up there to do what we call knock and shock, 
which is actually go ahead and knock on senators' doors and go in and talk to them about the Second Amendment Preservation Act. Not just about that. They know what it is. But we have to tell them why it's important to us, why we want SAPA legislation in the state of Missouri. And by the way, Bo, this is a very popular piece of legislation. It's in 17 states right now, and it's on the docket in 17 states. This is very popular stuff. Is it it exactly the same uh, bill that's been presented in these other states, or or are we a little bit different? I mean, I love the state of Missouri. I love the freedoms we have and we want to hold on to. Um, uh, Other states, I'm guessing Arizona might be one of them, or Texas. Is that right? That is correct. And actually, that was an astoundingly uh, wonderful question you just asked. Um, there is a guy in the state of Missouri by the name of Ron Calzone, who, with his attorney, drew up the original, what we call SAPA legislation. Um, there's been slight modification to it over the years, but it, it, the, the deal is all the other states are borrowing from our language. Our language is that good. And they borrow from it. They make minor tweaks for, you know, for their state, mm-hmm. you know, to, to acknowledge their statutes, their existing statutes. But we have the original bill and we have the strongest bill. We have the bill with the most, most teeth in it. And what I mean by the most teeth is there are ramifications to people in the state of Missouri if they actually break this, if it becomes law. There's ramifications. You know, I believe that the uh, the show, Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors, uh, the platform is here uh, to discuss these things because it's important. The gun laws that we're hearing about at the federal level and hopefully not on the state level, but it, it really... It really isn't going to move the needle for the bad guys that are not going to buy their weapons legally. They're not going to buy their ammo Correct. legally. They're going to steal it or whatever. So this is really just uh, going to be a money grab, in my opinion, to uh, and, and not your bill. But, I mean, it, it seems like a money grab when they talk about, you know, raising taxes on uh, and registering your mags and your, you know, firearms and things like that. It just seems... It seems silly because, you know, when you're dealing with firearms, it is such a serious thing. They are not toys. They are a great sport. They're used for a great sport. They're hunting. tools. They are tools. Uh, that's a great way to put it, Carl. Um, but these these laws that, that, that seem to be just burying us are not going to affect the crime in any city in America. Would you agree? I would certainly agree with that, Bill. I mean, that is the way it's always been. Um, and you say that this sounds like a money grab. Uh, to me, if you ask my opinion, and again, this is just my opinion, this is about control of the people. Never mind the money. They've already got their fingers in every other avenue of money. Uh, I think this is about control. Uh, very, very quick story. You know, uh, that small country called Myanmar right next to Taiwan. They went over, they had just had a coup, and the military there apparently is actually shooting people to the tune of like six or 800. Now, I'm sure if you asked the people of Myanmar if they had a Second Amendment, you'd get a big thumbs up on that one. And that's precisely why our founding fathers put it in our Constitution. This is not to be diminished, nor is it to be ignored. These were wise men who wrote these words. And godly men as well. Yes. Hey, guys, let, let's talk about your, your visit. Uh, you said what you went down to, to try and do uh, in Jeff City a couple of days ago. Uh, what was the response? Did you get in Did you get in some doors? Did, were you able to talk to anybody? Uh, did, you, did you bend any ears? Talk to me about that. Yeah, we did. Uh, go ahead, Jim. No, I was going to say go ahead. Yeah, we did bend some ears. Uh, unfortunately, Senate went in session about 1030 in the morning. So 
so we got about uh, two, two and a half hours in of actually talking to senators. And after that, it was all L.A.'s or office assistants. Uh, but it was uh, basically it was overwhelming. We want it. We want it from the senators that we had talked to. Yeah. So I don't see a, an issue with this. This is a leadership problem. Why this hasn't been on the floor? This isn't because people aren't calling and visiting and sending emails. In fact, the grassroots movement on this is nothing less than astounding. Uh, let me tell you one more thing, Bo, that you may not know. The House version of this bill, which is actually going to be heard on the floor of the Senate this morning, has over 90 co-sponsors. Wow. This is wow. a very popular bill. No no bill gets 90 co-sponsors. <laughs> yeah, no um, kidding. So people love their Second Amendment rights, and they're willing to fight for them. That's the message that was sent. And everything else that happened in Jeff City was wonderful. Um, however, once the Senate went in session, there was no way to talk to senators anymore. So uh, we left at around 2.30 in the afternoon. Well, I, I got to tell you, I'm I'm impressed with uh, with your passion for it. We appreciate it, uh, but of course, we're always looking for uh, fellow supporters of what you guys are doing. Other people to go to Jeff City, and I know they're going to be done. And at the time of the airing of this show this uh, Saturday and Sunday on the radio, the decision will have already been made. So, uh, if you could talk, Patrick, real quick on where people can go to get the latest information, maybe they missed the headline or whatever. Where can people go this weekend uh, to find out the results of your efforts uh, with your with your group of people? You bet. And there's several groups of people. We're just one of them. We're, we're grassroots folks. There are people working on the inside, too. And for people who want to actually see um, on a website what's going on with this, go to mofirst.org. That's Ron Calzone's website. Gotcha. And he covers SAPA legislation and everything that's happening blow by blow. Well, it sounds like Equally, he, he may be the lead guy. Um, how did you how did you ever connect with that with with, uh, with him? That's a good question. Uh, the answer is, actually, when we found out about this legislation, Jimmy and I, we started scheduling uh, meetings with our senators wow. and our representatives. And that ended up with a trip up to Jefferson City. And while we were there, Ron Calzone was there stumping for SAPA. And that was uh, early last last year, last January. Man. So uh, January of 2020. Well, uh, again, so, uh, thank you for your uh, for your input on this. Uh, Alex Salzman has been on our program for the Missouri, uh, Missouri Gun Coalition. Are you friends with her? Do you know her? The uh, Missouri Guns Coalition. I'm not familiar with her. I, oh I know Aaron Door with the Missouri Firearms you need Coalition. To hook up. We've got to connect you. We've got to connect you because okay. uh, she has the same passion and she has a great group of people. Again, it's called the Missouri Gun Coalition. Alex Salzman. And again, she's been on Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors for a long time. And I suspect that this is not your only time that you'll be joining us on this program because as we move forward through this Biden administration and you know we went through all of his uh, proposals prior to him uh, being inaugurated we'll say um, the, <laughs> what no I mean I, Carl taking office how's Carl, that okay well, yeah t- taking I mean, office you, Carl, I'm laughing <laughs> I'm not I'm crying over here man well yeah you know what I mean bro I know what you mean uh, yeah uh, so uh, yeah we would love to have you guys back on the show thank you for the efforts you've done this week and again people can go to uh, the website for the latest information on what happened in jeff city for the uh, citizens of the state of missouri again patrick that website please it's mo or mo short for missouri mo first f-i-r-s-t dot org that's ron calzone's site and i try to cover it on the video side through youtube and that's the truth money and freedom podcast on youtube we're also on BitChute and odyssey and how often are you uh, dropping a podcast once a week once holy every- mackerel 
Several times a day lately. <laughs> I know you had the YouTube boobathon yesterday, but <laughs> how do you do an yeah, eleven-hour boobathon? <laughs> Something like that. I think I like uh, the the words and all of that. Whatever uh-huh. that says. Um, yeah. How do? What did you talk about for eleven hours? You guys were you guys were stumping, baby. You were doing it. Filibuster. Yes, we were. <laughs> yeah. Now, a, a, a large part of that time was actually listening to Missouri Senate live. Uh, hoping SEPA legislation would come up because we had inside information it could come up at any time. It was on the informal calendar anyway. It did not come up. So basically we'd break and we'd talk for a little while, talk with uh, all the people that were chatting with us in the YouTube channel. Uh, but it's it's actually incited a lot of interest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people are like, hey, what's going on? What's this all about? And in fact, yesterday, I was very fortunate that, um, oh gosh darn it, what's his name again? Michael... Um, uh, from the 10th Amendment Center was actually promoting our video oh, wow. and uh, on Twitter. And uh, he was talking about this legislation's going through right now in Missouri, gang. Pay attention. Pay attention. It's not in other states yet. You know, it, it, they're not in this, in this quick process yet in these other states. But Missouri is. So all eyes are on us right now to show the United States how to protect your Second Amendments within a state. Use anti-commandeering doctrine and get it done the right way the first time. And this is the essence of grassroots. People that are hearing you for the first time, hopefully we'll go find you at Truth, Money, and Freedom Podcast. A big thank you to Jim Wendell, and actually Jim Wendell's wife for connecting me back with Jim, <laughs> and uh, Patrick yeah. Holland. Thank you, gentlemen, for being concerned citizens for the state of Missouri, and thanks for joining us on the Second Amendment and the great outdoors. We will talk again soon. And then after we had the show, we got this voicemail. Hello. Well, uh, sorry to be calling so late. Uh, this is Jim Wendell. I thought you would like to know that SEPA has passed the Senate. It needs to take a short little trip over back down to the House of Representatives, where I'm sure it will blow right through again, which will mean that it's going to be sitting on our desk. Can you believe this stuff? Yeah, too, man. And after everything went down, we got this voicemail. Uh, you would like to be kept apprised of the situation. SEPA, of course, last night passed the Senate. It went to the House. It has passed the House. It is a bill on the governor's desk awaiting signature to become law as I am speaking to you now. All righty, sir. There you go. Uh, Please, if you would, uh, mention that uh, we need telephone calls to the governor's office um, to make sure that this gets signed into law. We appreciate you, my friend. Thank you. Have a good day. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Stick around. We've got Thank more of the both. show coming up next. Awesome. 
Paisley. Yep. Oh, it's Brad Paisley. How in the world did that happen? Don't catch all the fish. Don't get all the Drink all the beer. It's Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. Carl Middleman challenging my country brain. <laughs> I almost sound a little Zach Brown, though, and I, I guess my guest may uh, agree with that. We'll find out in just a moment. Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. This is the radio show, of course, but we also uh, drop a uh, podcast exclusive every week on Monday, and you can find that at uh, uh, the Odyssey app on your device. If you don't have the Odyssey app, please download it. It's outstanding. You can do Radio Rewind, and you can see all of the different content that we offer through this company, Odyssey. So uh, check out your phone. If you have the Radio.com app, uh, see if it switched uh, to the Odyssey, because a lot of phones did automatically switch. Yep, it was great. Uh, so, uh, here we are, and uh, we, we enjoyed talking with our previous guests, Patrick Holland and Jim Wendell, uh, about the SAPA bill or SAPA bill. I, now, we, we always said SAPA. There is something that we have to follow up on that with, Bo. Uh, you know, we do. Thank you for the reminder. Uh, after we uh, finished our conversation, we failed to mention that um, if you're listening to this and you do find out that the SAPA bill was uh, passed and it's on the governor's desk, now the time uh, for you to move is to get a hold of Governor Parson and, and actually reach out to him. You can, I'm sure his number, email is all very accessible. Uh, make sure you do that and make contact with him to support him so he will sign the SAPA bill that will protect your Second Amendment rights in, in the state of Missouri. A very important job and a lot of great work those gentlemen have been doing with all of their uh, with all of their constituents. You can go to governor.mo.gov and find all that That's information. That's my boy right there. All right, Carl. Thank you very much. Now, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the great outdoors, and whenever we do, it is brought to you by Razorback Armory. I was just in their store on Manchester Road uh, last week. Great guys, they're they're locked, they're loaded up. They've got ammo drops all the time. So if you're looking for that, stop into Razorback Armory. They are St. Louis's uh, premier gun store, catering to gun enthusiasts and your Second Amendment rights. You can find them at RazorbackArmory.com. And now we switch gears to talk about the great outdoors and a lot to talk about. Tim Chelsvik is uh, our guest from Drury Outdoors and the Thinking Woodsman podcast. And, uh, Tim, welcome back to the program. You've been a busy boy, and I appreciate all the pictures you've been sending me. Heck yeah, man. Uh, glad to uh, glad to do it. And we had a great turkey season, and uh, it's sad to see it go. But, uh, but boy, the grind is real. Getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning, multiple <laughs> mornings out of the week, and staying out till 1 in the afternoon. It uh, kind of wears the guy down. So while it's a short season, um, it's a little bittersweet when it finally ends. So can we talk numbers? Let's talk your numbers before we talk about the state's <laughs> numbers. How about that? Well, I I kind of put the state over. So uh, in, in in total, throughout the entirety of Missouri, youth season and uh, and regular season, there were thirty four thousand. I'm sorry, thirty four thousand six hundred um, turkeys taken, but I killed one. So. There's 34,601 total yeah. turkeys taken across the state. Okay. So I, oh, I did my You part. didn't report that? Oh, I did. I did report it. Yes, sir. <laughs> Come on. He, he, he runs, and, uh, he and runs with I, the And then I got law. my buddy Jake out on uh, the second. Well, I, it was actually the last weekend of season, Saturday, uh, Saturday and uh, guided him to his first Missouri turkey. He's from Wisconsin. And uh, he'd never killed a turkey in Missouri. So we uh, got him one out in St. Louis County and. It was it was fun to, to to actually be be out there in the turkey woods with just a call in my hands and no no gun or no bow and uh, watch someone take their first Missouri bird. So it was uh, it was a great season overall. Hold on, I got I, I think I'm a little offended here because you know people get offended about everything. Mm -hmm. What state was he from? 
Wisconsin. Yeah, you said it like that. I'm a Minnesota boy, so you're gonna say Minnesota. that. I'm... <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay, they drink milk in a bag. They they drink their milk <laughs> from a bag up there. What's wrong with you? I never drink milk in a bag. That's Wisconsin, weirdo. though. Wisconsin does. Uh, oh, okay. Um, okay, so let's uh, let's move right <laughs> along. There... So hold on, what did he do with the turkey? Did he did he is he going to have it stuffed or is he going to eat it? What's going to happen? Both. Oh yeah, he's he's uh, definitely going to eat it, and we uh, we ground up part of mine for turkey burgers and uh, mm. threw the legs in the instapot and mm. ate those off the bone. And, uh, what else did I do? Oh, I made can, fried turkey nugs. You can There's still... a lot. A lot of breast meat on a, on a wild turkey, Absolutely. and it's actually better than store bought turkey. You can you can still stop. You can have a, a, a mount made with that that uh, the the feathers and the skin, correct or no? Yeah, it, it's it's pretty pricey, and it's uh, and and to actually cape out a turkey yourself, it's their skin is so darn thin that it takes quite a bit of time and. I, I just like I don't have room to put a full mount turkey, so I took the tail fan off. I took the uh, the spurs off. It had probably inch and a half spurs. I mean, wow. they were pretty sizable, and I don't know, probably a 11, 12 inch beard. So he was a he was probably a three four year old bird. He was a, he was a good one. And there's foot like if you want to watch the hunt, it's over in Deercast. Just uh, hop over in Deercast and scroll down the main feed, and you'll see my hunt in there. He came to within ten steps of the blind, and and uh, and I took him with a bow. So that was that was kind of cool. That's very cool. Congratulations, by the way, uh, for your friend and uh, for yours as well. Um, okay, let's let's talk about this horrible accident uh, where uh, the hunter shot a hiker. Uh, tell me the scenario. What was going on? I saw a headline about it, and I knew I was going to be talking to you. What what are we, where are we at now with that story? Yeah, th- there's still not a ton of details. I know the Missouri Department of Conservation is actively investigating to find out what happened. Um, but uh, the victim was a 40-year-old, uh, 47-year-old guy from O'Fallon, Missouri. And uh, the hunter was a 58-year-old uh, guy from Arnold, Missouri. And it sounds like the hiker was shot in the chest by the hunter who was turkey hunting as part of a managed hunt over off the Lewis and Clark trail, uh, trail at the Weldon Spring Conservation Area over here in St. Charles County. Right, right. Uh, it, it, it's an incredible tragedy. And, 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 and I know uh, there are a lot of kind of non-hunters out there, people who aren't necessarily against hunting. They just don't hunt and they don't know a whole lot about it. And, um, and unfortunately, it makes hunting sound like an incredible, uh, uh, an incredibly incident prone pastime. The reality is that there are very few hunting related accidents that, uh, that happen, um, nationwide. It's just, it's a very safe sport. Uh, but, but when something like this happens, obviously it's very serious and you're concerned for the victim. And, uh, obviously you, you want him to do well. He's, uh, last I heard he's recovering. I don't know any more details. Yeah. Because uh, it's bird shot. That. So, but, I mean, it'll, it obviously hurts and it could damage you, oh, but, heck yeah. uh, but it, it, it's not life threatening necessarily in this case. It, it doesn't, it doesn't sound like it, but you know, you, you get close enough and, and, a, and a shotgun blast with, with number six shot that, that could, that could potentially kill someone. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know how far the hunter was off the trail, um, you know, or, or any of the, the kind of scenario, how it went down, but 
it's just it's scary and it's unfortunate um and, and that's the nature of accidents that no one wants them to happen and you kind of look to see well what could be what could have changed what could have been different what could have prevented it and you just got to wait until the facts come out before you can start making any kind of recommendations um and i know there are already people that are starting to make recommendations like we can't have hunting in public use areas and and until you know the facts, like you're just you're not speaking with with any real data, with any real information. To, I, I, to I get be that. Tim Tim Chelsvik is our guest on Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. But you're an outdoorsy guy. Um, can you advise people that may not hunt, but they do want to enjoy the great outdoors? <laughs> what should they do if you see a bear? Well, well we're going to get to that maybe too. But uh, what what should you do if you want to go for a hike out at Lone Elk Park or you know whatever ground you're on? Uh, to make sure that you are seen by hunters that are out there. Um, I, and, and I've hunted uh, Forest Forty Four Conservation Area. It's uh, it, it, it's public land. It's conservation ground. It's just right, obviously off 40, Highway Forty Four there. Um, and I've been walking out to um, to my deer stand with you know people walking past, walking their dogs and everything. And really, if you just follow the recommendations that that are are set forth by any public use area, you'll you'll be fine unless someone steps outside of the guidelines. Obviously this hunter shot a target that he wasn't, that he hadn't confirmed. That's like rule number one. If you're a hunter, you always identify your target before you shoot. And what's behind that target? What's behind it? Exactly. Exactly. That that's, that's just like, it's cardinal rule. If you're a hiker, if you're a multiple, if you're on horseback or whatever, like I've, I've been walking out to the deer stand and seeing, uh, seeing people with their dogs running loose on conservation ground and that's against the law like that. That's against the use policy. And it's all, like these guidelines are in place for a reason. As long as people follow them, we're fine. But when people step outside and they're walking their dogs off leash, uh, then that can become. And I'm, I'm not saying like there's ever a reason for anyone to shoot at something that's not their intended target. But when you start stepping outside the guidelines, things can happen. Of course. So follow the guidelines and, uh, and, and, and you should be good. Like I, I've seen some hikers and, and I'm a hiker too. I'm a backpacker. I love that kind of thing. And I've hiked through places where people were having a managed hunt. Some hikers choose to wear a blaze orange cap or a blaze orange vest. And that's their prerogative to do that. If they, if they choose, some people don't like the visuals that, 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 that puts out like, Hey, I'm going into a wilderness area. I want to, I want to blend in. I don't want to be garish and, and stand out against the landscape. That that's their, that's their option too. Also the, I, I know on managed hunt grounds, the department of conservation will put out signs that say manage hunt in progress in this area. Please know that. And it'll give, you know, a list of guidelines to, to be safe and keep, keep communication clear among hunters and hikers. But there's room for really every kind of user on public grounds. So long as people follow the guidelines. Well, our best uh, goes out to the recovery of the hiker in this incident and and actually to the hunter as well. I'm sure it wasn't intentional, so he's got to be heartbroken and scared to death about uh, what happened as well. So uh, thanks for speaking to that as, uh, for us on Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. Um, before we go, I do want to ask you about the Richmond Heights bear. Um, knowing that Missouri is moving towards a, a bear hunt later on this year, uh, you have, we've talked to you about this, and you are semi 
am I excited about the opportunity to do this? That you you know pull the lottery ticket mm-hmm. that you get to go. Uh, what did it just confirm to you when you saw that headline uh, this past week that uh, a, a managed hunt is necessary for bears? It really was great timing. I'm sure the the folks at the Department of Conservation were like, "Oh, here we go. This is uh, we're <laughs> we rolling this you. out the right we told time." You. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because because they are becoming more uh, uh, more uh, more visual in the news because the numbers are simply growing. I think uh, the MDC was estimating that we have maybe 800, somewhere between 600 and 800 bears, actually 500 and 800 bears in um, in the state. And 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 my based on my experience, that might be on the conservative side. Yeah, I think so. But when people start. Yeah, when, when people start seeing them showing up in the news and when they start becoming more of a part of people's lives and they become more of a nuisance, which that can happen if they're not managed, then the public sentiment will continue to trend towards, okay, we got to do something. And one of the best management tools uh, that we have for managing wildlife is hunting. Um, because not only does it manage the wildlife, but it also brings in revenue to help with other conservation efforts. So, you know, um, get ready because because you're going to see more and more reports of of bear sightings and bears intruding on uh, on people's lives. And and it'll be interesting to see how we all navigate that and how the news um, t- you know wants to report that. Absolutely. Uh, the the other thing is is I mean as uh, you know communities grow, uh, urban sprawl, we are displacing so many wild animals. You know, matter of fact, I want to tell you this. Uh, I've shared with you on our property. You know, we've got fox and we've got uh, you know deer and they're beautiful. And uh, I saw a turkey first time we'd seen a turkey on our property. Um, I would never know because I've never been. But you're that's right. You're not story. invited. That's why. Uh, <laughs> Now, now would you and you'll be, never be out there <laughs> since it's on your property are you allowed to trap or shoot or do anything I'm married to His a vegetarian uh. <laughs> and and I have respect for that uh, no but you know what we found and I'd love to get your take on this there is a beaver that showed up uh, my my lake or pond whatever you want to call it is Damn next to beaver. my is my <laughs> is next to my neighbors so we have two water sources but a beaver just showed up. We've been there 15 years. I'm like, where in the world did this guy come from? Mm. Probably his mom. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, uh, we're done. Hey, more, more specific, Tim. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, they're, they're going to they're gonna look for food, and they're going to look for habitat. And, uh, and it sounds like uh, that one found uh, found your pond found so. an oasis we have beautiful canadian geese 13 of them this year uh they've been hanging around and we're waiting for the uh, hatchlings and uh flight school to begin we, you know swimming school it's always yeah. fun to see them every single year and again that's why you're not invited over and Bo, you said <laughs> we were, too many things we were talking earlier before we got on the air about the tiger that was in houston we had the bear in richmond heights kirkwood and now we have a tiger in houston but you think that's an escaped pet uh, yeah, I mean, it could be. It could be because I'd heard on a uh, Joe Rogan podcast that the state of Texas has more captive big cats than the entire population of big cats around the world, which Whoa. is shocking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? Just before coming in here, we were having a meeting and we were talking about the movie I Am Legend, Will Smith, yeah. where, you know, the wildlife is in the inner city and it's running around. It's like, it's crazy to see this, you know, these things happening. You know, it's almost that like was CGI. Well, I don't care, but it was still a prediction, kind of. <laughs> it was it was a prophetic movie. 
Hey, thanks to the Tiger King for joining us on the program yeah. today on Second Amendment <laughs> on the Great Outdoors. Now, That's what I do. I love exotic cats. Where can, where can we find you, Tim? Uh, uh, Jury Outdoors doing a lot of things and your uh, your podcast. Talk Outdoor to, Woodsman. Yeah, talk to us. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so uh, download DeerCast um, and uh, and see all of our hunts and uh, get weather predictions and see all of our old old school videos uh, hunts from 1989 on and uh, it, uh, there's a ton of turkey hunts in there right now awesome. I know people are still kind of in turkey mode um and uh yeah so uh, we got daily articles going up in there if folks want to find me i'm on the 100 wild podcast and uh and I, I need to record another episode of the thinking woodsman show I'll, I'll do that sometime soon and if people are wanting to maybe get in shape uh, a little bit just check out the legion of woodsmen on facebook and uh, i'll take it from there he is like the Chuck Norris of Missouri. Tim Chelswick, thank you so much for joining us on Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. That is going to wrap up the show for this week. And uh, we definitely want you to uh, share the podcast that we have for you uh, of this show with all your friends that love Second Amendment and uh, the Second Amendment and the Great Outdoors. Also, look for Monday when we uh, release a podcast exclusive for Tony Colombo and Carl Middleman, and my name is Bo Matthews. Thank you for listening to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. See you, boys. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.